This is Hungry Gen Podcast, and I just want to thank you for joining us today. Here at HG, our vision is to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Go with me to Luke chapter 4. Today I want to just share briefly, and it's going to be more of a message of equipping. And I want to talk today about on the secret of walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. How to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of you want to learn how to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit? Come on. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is not optional. It's not a spare tire in the car that only need it when you get in trouble or when you have a problem or when you have a big need in your life. Two things you need the power of the Holy Spirit for. First thing is that you need the, the power of the Holy Spirit to produce a Christ-like character within you. How many of you try to develop a character of Christ on your own and you failed? Well, I'll lift two hands if you're not lifting. All right, I'll even lift a, a foot. Because without the power of the Holy Spirit, you, can't, uh, you cannot live out a Christian life. You cannot live out a Christ-like life. You cannot have a character of Christ within you because it is the Holy Spirit that produces the fruit of the Spirit. And without Him giving you power, you will not be able to be like Christ, to to, to represent Christ, to have the character of Christ in your life. Second thing that you need, the power of the Holy Spirit is to accomplish the purpose and the will of God in your life. How many of you know you have a calling of God on your life? You have, God has anointed you to do something in this life. He has given you purpose in this, fly, in this life. And you need the power of the Holy Ghost to accomplish that purpose. Because if your purpose does not include the power of the Holy Spirit, then it's not His purpose. Then it's not big enough purpose. You, if you have the purpose of God in your life, which you do, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish that purpose in your life. Now that doesn't mean that that purpose is always tied to the stage or ministry or praying for healing or, or, uh, or, or uh, deliverance or preaching it might be in your business it might be in your career it might be just simply raising your kids how many know you need the power of the Holy Spirit to raise your kids especially in this day and age I have three kids and uh, Lord help me I mean if you really want to raise them in the ways of the Lord if you really want to instill the character of Christ in them, you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit teaches you how to relate to them on each individual level. He helps you to be a student of your children so that you can be Christ-like to them as much as you can. And you can raise them up. You can be attentive to them. You can be there when you need to be there for them. And you can really uh, help them to walk out and, and mature them in character. And prepare them for what God has for them. Listen, you need Holy Spirit. And you need the power of the Holy Spirit everywhere you go. You can't face this life without the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to just to take a few, few moments and just give you a few tips from Luke chapter 4 uh, to, help us, to help us to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 4 and I'm, I'm not going to read this but it's a story of Jesus um, 
let's, let's I guess let's just read the first verse then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit say full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan River he was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days Jesus ate nothing all the time and became very hungry which I'm pretty sure he was after not eating for 40 days Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit if you want to live a life of of seeing the power of the Holy Spirit in your life you have to be full of the Holy Spirit but you can't be full of the Holy Spirit if you don't know if you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit first thing first secret if I can put it this way to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit is first you have to start a fellowship with the Holy Spirit is you have to have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit Bible says that we are sealed in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption that we get the Holy Spirit when we are saved so every single one of you that are here that given your life to Jesus Christ you have the Holy Spirit living on inside of you otherwise you can't be saved without the Holy Spirit now many people associate having the Holy Spirit is when you have the gift of speaking in tongues but gift of speaking in tongues is uh, in tongues is just that it's a gift it's something that the Holy Spirit has that he has to offer to you and he will he you will receive it today if you want it but gift of speaking in tongues and the Holy Spirit are not one and the same and so don't confuse speaking in tongues is having the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit is God and he lives on inside of you if you want to have a fellowship if you want to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit first and foremost you have to see him as a person you see you have to see him as a person not as a cloud not as a dove not as a fire not as it but as a person you can't have a relationship with it or I guess nowadays in the culture you can have a relationship with anything but um, to those of us that still have our sanity you can't have a relationship with it you can only have a relationship with a person and so if you want to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit you have to shift your mind you have to begin to see Holy Spirit as an entity as a person not as a cloud as a dove as a presence as shaking and baking and and experiencing the the, the glory of God that's just his manifestation he is a person and then as as you begin to embrace the idea that he is a person well if he is a person and he is with you always Bible says then that means you can have a relationship with him you can have a fellowship with him you can have intimacy with him in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13 verses 14 says this the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always amen the fellowship of the Holy Spirit 
the fellowship of the, we understand the grace of Jesus Christ because, you know, we, we get saved through the grace of Jesus. We understand the love of God. We will experience the love of God one, at one point in time. But oftentimes it's that, that fellowship with the Holy Spirit that gets neglected. And you can't walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't have His power flow through you, manifest in your life, if you neglect and abandon or you don't have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So in order to begin to have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you have to see Him as God, you have to see Him as person, and you have to begin to talk to Him. Now in the Bible, we don't see anywhere where the Bible says for us to pray to the Holy Spirit. But we do see from the scripture that I just read that the Bible says for us to have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. What does fellowship look like? It looks like you talking to your best friend. It looks like how you having a conversation with your close friend, with your spouse, with, your, with somebody close to you. It's a two-way street. You speak, they listen, they speak, you listen. If you want to live in the power of the Holy Spirit, if you want to see the manifestation of God and His power in your life, you have to develop and cultivate a relationship, a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. If you want to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, you need to first start talking to the Holy Spirit. Address Him every day. You wake up in the morning and say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. When you have your time in prayer, Make it practical where, where you, take, you take a portion of, of, of your time, of your devotional time of prayer, where you talk to the Holy Spirit, where you address Him, where you tell Him how you feel, where you, where you listen to Him, where you express your love to Him, where you acknowledge Him that He is there. And you will see how His presence and His power will begin to fill you, begin to fill your soul. You will begin to have that intimate relationship with Him. You begin to start hearing His voice. You begin to start hearing how He leads you. And through that, the power of God begins to get released into your life. Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with you more than you want to have a relationship with Him. He longs for a relationship with you. He wants you. He wants a relationship with you. And He's inviting you today to a fellowship, to an intimate relationship with Him. He wants to show you things that, that maybe you have not seen. He wants to take this word that you're reading and it seems boring to you and you're just doing it out of discipline. He wants to, he wants to make it come alive to you. He wants to empower you. He wants to give you strength to control your temperament. He wants to make you a better person to your wife, to your children. He wants to help you at your work. He wants to be involved in every area in your life. But first He wants to be acknowledged. He wants to be talked to and He wants to be listened to. Just as, want, just as much as you want to be listened by God and you want God to hear you and hear your prayer. He also wants to be heard by you. Because he is a person. See when you begin to develop and cultivate this relationship with him, when you begin to talk with him, the Bible says John 10 verse 27, that my sheep they know my voice. You begin to understand how he speaks to you. You begin to understand how he leads you. 
you begin, you, you, you begin to take these st steps and leaps of faith of obedience to what he asks you to do. And you begin to see how his power gets unleashed in your life and in your character. Bible says, sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Romans, Romans chapter 8 verse 14. When you hear the voice of God, when you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you take time to hear the voice of God and then you obey it. And that's how the power of the Holy Spirit gets released from your life. You heard a testimony of Cassandra yesterday and you saw, uh, you heard a testimony, you saw the video clip is that when I was ministering to her at the beginning of this year and I felt like the Holy Spirit said there's an issue in her abdominal area. And, but that, that confidence to release the word of knowledge did not just come during that time of the service. It was preceded many years of working and, and, and working with the Holy Spirit, walking with the Holy Spirit, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, learning to hear His voice. And in that moment in time, when I was praying and ministering, I heard uh, the Holy Spirit wanted to set her free. There was an issue in abdominal area. And she got healed from endometriosis. And, and yesterday or the day before, she was testifying how it's been nine months. She had no issues, no pain. And she's having regular menstrual cycles. But that's how the, the power of the Holy Spirit gets released in your life. It gets released in your personal life. This is in the ministry to other people. It gets released into your personal life. Uh, there was one particular moment, I remember it was five, five, uh, five years ago, six years ago, when I was having my regular devotion on Monday morning and praying. And uh, me and my wife, we were looking to buy a, a house. We were saving some money. We were living in apartments, saving some money to, uh, to buy a house. And been looking all around for land to build a house uh, on. And uh, one time I was driving by this place, drove by that place hundreds of times, lived nearby. And I felt like the Holy Spirit in prayer said, go buy this, uh, go buy this land. And it was about 14 acres of land. And I'm like thinking, well, <clears throat> I'd love to buy that land. But it's probably about four hundred to $500,000 and I don't have that kind of money. We barely have enough money to buy a personal land to, to, uh, to, to build on it. But I continued to, you know, uh, I continued to pray and it just kind of kept nagging me on it next day and the day afterwards. And then um, it, I, I just kind of tried to ignore it, but it just kept being persistent. The persistent Holy Spirit just kept putting my heart to go, give an, uh, go see uh, who's the owner of the land and, and offer to buy it. And so to make long story short, I went and did that. Um, that didn't go nowhere. So I thought nine months later, that person reaches back to me, says, hey, are you still interested to buy this land? I get all excited about it. Yeah, I say yes out of excitement. Uh, well, except that I didn't have money to pay for it. And then one thing left, led to another, found the money for it, found the money for development. And then three years later, the project was finished and started building home, then built my house on it. And God really blessed me financially through that simple act of obedience and listening to the Holy Spirit in my prayer time. And that's how the power of God gets released practically into every area of your life. But it starts with a fellowship and a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It starts recognizing Him. It starts, it starts with, with talking with Him. It starts with, with uh, allow Him to speak into your life. Allow Him to confront you. To uh, allow Him to shine a light in a certain area. Maybe you don't want Him to shine a light in. And help you to come to the repentance and change your life. The relationship with the Holy Spirit is a key to unleash, to unleash the power of God in your life. 
But oftentimes what, what begins to happen, when we begin to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and um, especially if you go to the church that has equipping and training, and we do have that in our church where we teach people how to hear God and we teach people how to um, move in a prophetic gift, a word of knowledge. And people get very excited and honestly you don't have to be a professional Christian meaning you don't have to be saved and know your theology to begin to move in prophetic a word of knowledge and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are gifts they're not earned. You don't have to earn them. They're not wages. And so people get excited to hear the Holy Spirit and they go and practice and we have these practice uh, uh, sessions or I should say or, or, or um, um, seminars and people learn how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and they and they learn how to uh, minister to others and release the power of God through that and you know and they get get uh, very excited about those things and it's awesome and it's great but what I would suggest and I would what, what, what I would recommend is to while we do that to allow Holy Spirit first to talk to us to speak to us in our personal life to allow him to shine a light in different areas I want you to point out something we're going to come back to this coming back to the story uh, to the to the Jesus story of temptation is the Holy Spirit led him to the wilderness not to the platform and oftentimes um, you know we, we get excited when we learn about uh, the supernatural and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we get excited to release them to everybody else but those gifts have no power in our own life and we see these uh, uh, sometimes YouTube prophets and, and, and all this stuff that they learn to prophesy just a little bit and, and they prophesy to the world but their own life is a mess. And look, we do that, okay? I'm not, I'm not no mean casting any shadows or doubts on that. But make sure that when you, when you try to release the power of God to the world that the same power actually works within your life. That your life is put together. That there is evidence of the relationship of the Holy Spirit in your life, in your character. That you're not this big shot man of God uh, on YouTube uh, releasing prophecies and releasing everybody. But nobody can stand your character in your own house. Because the power of God, as much as the power of God can be re released to heal somebody, the same power of the Holy Spirit can, can help you to produce a character of Christ and the fruit of the Spirit in your life. So learning from the life of Jesus, Holy Spirit led him first to the wilderness. Led him first to be tested and tried. Led him first to be crushed like an olive gets crushed. See the olive has the oil inside of it. It has the potential. But until it goes to the crushing, the oil is not released. And that wilderness season in our life is that time where we are led by the Holy Spirit to produce a godly like in Christ-like character within us. To be able to be tried and tested and like gold gets purified so that we can come out better. Because there is a... Alright, let's all clap. Come on. You know, there is a certain, certain amount of... of uh, power that is produced and if I can put it this way maybe it's not super theologically correct forgive me but there's certain amount of power produced when you realize who you are in Jesus Christ that you're son and daughter of Christ there's that sense of authority and and then when, uh, coupled with the gifts of the Holy Spirit there's certain things that that you are able to do and you you're able to move in it but there's a certain amount there's a something happens when a person goes through crushing when a person goes through their wilderness 
and they are tested and tried and they crush to the point of breaking there's, there's something else that gets released from their life the oil that gets released from their life that begins to do you see uh, the Jesus comes back in verse 14 then Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power and the news about him spread out quickly in the whole region and 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 the Bible says he began to do miracles notable miracles people 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 said that we've never seen anything like this in Israel so allow Holy Spirit to lead you into the wilderness don't be afraid of it I want to maybe to those of you that you know you feel like you you are in your wilderness right now don't give up don't quit don't quit keep going keep serving keep loving God keep obeying the Holy Spirit see sometimes there's this notion that if you listen to the Holy Spirit uh, if you if you obey the leading of the Holy Spirit he will always lead you to a platform he will always lead you to recognition he will always lead you into breakthrough and he will always lead you into um, you know something great but oftentimes before he leads you there he will lead you through the valley and you will learn how to how to <coughs> you will learn how to trust him in the valley you learned how to develop this deep intimate relationship with him I want to just give you just few things from the scripture what to do when you're going through that wilderness when you uh, where you feel like you followed the voice of the Holy Spirit you did what he wanted you to do you quit that job you went to do the ministry or you quit that job you started a business because you, you felt like Holy Spirit led you and things are not working out there's a grind there is a opposition and whatever God calls you to do but it just seems like not there what do you do then we see that Jesus replied to Satan um, and I want to from that reply I want to just take these four things for our life first thing we, we see the way Jesus came through the wilderness and he, and he overcame is by the Word of God first thing, first thing you have to do is you get, have to get anchored in the world of God uh, in the Word of God your flesh will scream at you your feelings will be up and down you would not know whether you maybe I heard the Holy Spirit maybe I didn't maybe I should have not done that sacrifice maybe I'm just hallucinating like what Pastor Vlad was sharing and I, I shortened my story but there was a lot of that going on throughout those three years uh, that you're like well maybe I didn't maybe I got myself in this mess maybe it wasn't the Holy Spirit and in those moments what you need to do is you can't trust your emotions you have to get anchored in the Word of God. The Word of God has to be your guide. The Word of God has to be your anchor in your storm. The Word of God has to pull you through, through that season of wilderness. Second thing that I see, what Jesus was doing, He was fasting. Fast. Because during fasting, this is where your flesh dies, your emotions die. Well, you die. Really, you, you do. And the Holy Spirit, it's like, flesh gets weaker desires get weaker but your spirit is strong third thing that what Jesus says in, in verse 8 he says worship your God during that season worship him don't give in to doubt don't give in to complaining oftentimes people ask Lord use me and those said, okay I'll use you but of course before he's gonna use you he's gonna kind of punch you through a grind a bit to 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 get you into shape you know like the soldiers they go through a boot camp and they some of them say they felt like they died almost in a boot camp before they actually joined the army and, and and many Christians pray that prayer and say Lord use me and then the Lord begins to use them and they begin to whine and complain and God it's hard this and that but listen during that season you have to worship God 
you have to thank him you have to give him the glory you have to exalt him despite how you feel Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they will throw they, they told the king listen we're not going to bow our knees in this in the heat of the moment we're going to worship only God worship will get you through the wilderness what killed Israelites when they were on the way to the promised land was that they didn't worship but that they complained don't let complaining get on the, uh, into you during the wilderness worship will help you get out and the last thing is that he says uh, verse 8 he says you must worship the Lord your God and serve him don't stop serving Many times people go through difficulties in life. They go through little uh, frictions at church with their leadership. They don't understand. They don't see my calling inside of me. They don't see the potential. That the, well, they, they don't see the anointing that prophet prophesied to me on YouTube. This pastor of mine, he's not a spiritual. And they get into this friction like uh, they're not being recognized. And, and uh, they stop serving at the church. You don't see them uh, ushering anymore. You don't see them leading home group anymore. You don't see them uh, coming to prayer. You don't see them in an session group anymore you don't see them on the worship team anymore during that wilderness see wilderness time is you're alone in the wilderness you're not recognized it's after the wilderness if you pass it it says that the news spread about them he was recognized but if you don't go through your wilderness properly if you're allowed to, uh, for your spirit your character to be broken if you don't allow Holy Spirit to lead you first to break yourself that there will be no recognition and you're going to be fighting with your pastor with your leader recognize me for the anointing and, and the power that I carry within but that's that's not the way of God so be anchored in the word of God fast and pray worship your way through it don't complain and continue to serve even if you're not recognized and seen in Jesus name when you do those things the power of the Holy Spirit will be released over your life Holy Spirit will move over your life don't seek man's recognition seek only his recognition his time and will come his time and will come in John chapter 1 verses 2 through 27 227 says this that you you already have the anointing of God in you the Spirit of God is in you and the fullness of God is already in you but like, like, like an olive, it has the potential of having oil. It has an oil inside of them. But unless it gets crushed, it doesn't get released. That anointing inside of you, that anointing that somebody prophesied over you, that gift is the repartition that you receive, it's in you. But it needs to be squeezed out. It's like a wild horse. It's a useless mode of transportation. Unless it's broken and it has a rider. Unless it's broken... And it has a rider and then the beautiful part when the horse is broken when Jesus comes out in verse 18 says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me see when you get broken then the Spirit of God can sit on you and then he can pull you to the right he can pull you to the left he says go forward he says stop and that's the secret of the power of God is when you're led by the Spirit of God when you are led by the Spirit of God you will be in the right time in the right place God will send people your way that he has equipped you and and gave you the power to deliver to heal to evangelize to he gave you the power and and, and that anointing will be released in the right time in the right moment your pastor will recognize you your leader will recognize you God will open a platform
and you will not force your way to the top. Holy Spirit will bring you to the top. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you are blessed by this message, be sure to subscribe and send it to someone. And don't forget, you can always share it on your social stories. Stay connected with us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For more information on internship, prayer line, conferences, and other resources, go to HungryGen.com. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.